0: Welcome, everyone, to another installment of the persistent rumor. I am Chocolate Yoda, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. And with me, as always, my heterosexual life mate,
1: Chocolata. That be I, sir. Check out the drip. The drip. The drip, it's dripping <laughs> off
0: it Custom made swag. I'm going old school. This is, I think, one of the first, uh, maybe the first uh, T-shirt that I made. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if it's up for sale. I don't think it is. But uh, yeah, man. Well, you've gotten the. Logo if you want to check out uh, our merch, you can go to the uh, the persistent rumor. There's a tab there for merch. You know, Shockland. Yoda go got the some. logo
1: pretty pimping right now it's nice yeah
0: man i'm working Shot, on it i'm working yeah. on it little by yeah, this little is, this is my early work this is a okay little. but not as good as it's been
1: that's right a little font play a little little circle <laughs> <laughs> there you go you're making it happen baby <laughs> all
0: right so let's uh let's uh deal with the elephant in the room our recording was delayed a half hour this evening because you upset my niece so
1: what the hell did you do to her i i certainly did not Um, she just upset herself it's just what it is i'm raising a girl
0: (laughs) you you are suspect
1: yeah i don't like what you're saying i I think you're a filthy
0: liar i blame you
1: (laughs) i'm 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 constantly worrying about how good of a father i am please don't make it worse (laughs) well i'll
0: tell you what um in my opinion the only people that worry about being good parents are good parents Bad parents are convinced that they're good parents. Yeah. Good parents are constantly worried that they that they are not good enough.
1: Cognitive dissonance is a mother. Let me tell you. you Oof. Know.
0: Yeah. I mean, we just had four years of that. Sh-
1: yeah. Seriously. It's uh, and it's still going holding strong. I mean, we're 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 still talking about we're we there are people oh. there are people still talking about yeah well you know the election was stolen or you know yeah. With absolutely yeah they're stolen evidence. by people that have
0: sex rings in pizza places and drink the blood of the young i mean it's it's you, just... i don't think there was ever i i mean i i know people were dumb 500 years ago but they were they weren't necessarily <laughs> dumb they were they were ignorant <laughs> You know, and 500 years ago bro like are you kidding me i mean but but it really was based on like it, it, it's a mixed bag right because on yeah, the one hand they're sure. they're like charting the world you know uh but on the other hand if you had a headache they were drilling a hole in your head
1: right right <laughs> you know? yeah it's like yeah so so i think Check it out was this new thing could- called lobotomy <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you can make a case for their ignorance. You can you can make a case that we know more about certain things now collectively, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there seems to be the biggest population of just dumb f- mm-hmm. I've never seen it like this before, yeah. um, and I think I've been aware of society for quite a long time at this point. And again, this is all subjective, obviously. But in in my lifetime, based on my recollection, my filters, my experience, all that, I cannot think of a time where I felt like America's population of supremely stupid people uh, was bigger. Like it is it's the it's the largest. And maybe maybe that's exacerbated by the fact that they have access to communication Uh, in a way that they never did before Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you know a variation of what will smith said about racism it's not that it's gotten worse it's just gotten filmed and maybe that's what it is with stupidity maybe it hasn't gotten worse maybe now we can finally see how many dumb people there are
1: and that's the real pandemic (laughs) <laughs> not that this one isn't it's, it's go, another type of pandemic it's just a yeah, different type yeah, yeah. of yeah. pandemic yes yeah. yeah this one is also- and, it, and it might be more insidious um
0: it's it, the trouble is it's the same kind of trouble that women have with men mm. because allies and rapists look exactly the same. right right uh sociopaths and regular people look exactly the same and intelligent people and dumb look exactly the same. Yes. They don't sound the same once they start talking, but you, there's no way to detect them in a crowd. Like if you have that typical slow eyed moron, you know, yeah, that that's a dead giveaway. Uh, but if, but, and that's usually something organically wrong with someone. Um, but If you just have someone who has a fully functioning brain in in terms of, you know, the guy can bathe himself and find his way to and from work and like that, you know, uh, but he just doesn't have any faculty for uh, uh, critical thinking or even regular thinking, you know, that's how you reach the conclusions that the earth must be flat or that the election was stolen. Yeah. Um, or or Republicans are the party of financial responsibility, or whatever the f- they say about themselves.
1: The fiscally you responsible, you know, because there's just party. no
0: evidence to any of that stuff.
1: Yeah, right. No, no, no evidence whatsoever. And you know, just because you say that there's evidence doesn't mean that there is evidence, right? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing that you hear all the time, where it's just like people are just going. I mean originally with the QAnon with the QAnon stuff it was like oh yeah you know like in march you know watch you'll see trump's gonna be president it's there's this thing going on in march you'll see it's like oh never mind we made a mistake it's gonna be april and then in april it's like oh yeah no, no we were mistaken it's gonna be may and it, and and still yeah you know people are waiting and it's like how many times are you gonna fall for the nigerian prince scam you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's
0: not the Nigerian Prince guy. I understand, but, but the, like, What does that remind you of? What When people say, oh, it's coming, oh, it passed, sorry, we made a mistake, here's where it's really coming. Yeah. That's what like, does that
1: remind you of? Like the Nostradamus predictions, you know, the... the, the no, uh, like, no,
0: no, the doomsday, the, the doomsday, doomsday yeah, predictions.
1: Yeah.
0: The, the, which, by the way, I looked into this a while back, because I was curious, like, how long has this been going on? Oh. You know? Please tell me. Uh, which is, you know, well... The earliest recorded history I could find was around the year 900, Mm -hmm. right? So in the year 900, there was this guy who was doing the whole, the end is nigh, Mm -hmm. right? And then the date passed and he was like, oh, miscalculation. Uh, (laughs) I figured it out. The end is nigh, like, a year from now. Yes, (laughs) right, yeah. And they, that's what they've been doing since like for 1200 years. Yeah. People have been going, the end is coming. I, you know, we, we, we calculated, we read the hidden secret codes of the Bible that, that aren't there. But if they were there, keep in mind they were written by people that didn't know what bacteria was. So how reliable do you think this was or you know as patrice o'neill said we consulted the ancient dishwashers of the mayan calendar
1: yeah (laughs) this is what basically happened somebody threw a piece of swiss cheese on a fucking open bible and just read the letters that were visible through the holes and then came up with a phrase that said you know Something along the lines of the world is nigh, and here we go. And it's always some silly shit like that. It's like it's like
0: yeah. No, I love I love your willingness to be completely absurd about an uh, an already absurd idea and yeah. talk about Swiss cheese in a Bible.
1: Yeah, because because this is how ridiculous you sound. This is what is happening. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, to me, they sound like they just don't get enough oxygen. <laughs> Uh,
1: yeah i you know
0: <laughs> they're just, just they're just these are dumb people these are not people to be taken seriously f- at all you know if so, you want to placate them and give them the whole you know oh yeah okay you know you know if you want to do that that's fine because you want to make sure that they don't get violent but you, you they, why give these people any credence at all
1: you know a while back we talked about you know like what makes someone smart what are what are the what are the underlying or the i should say what are the 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 factors that would make it that you know that you are the, that you're labeled smart versus like you know like what what makes you stupid right because mm-hmm. like to me it's like there's there's i don't really see a way like you know what what qualifies someone as being a genius what qualifies somebody as being smart or intelligent or whatever um, and what qualifies somebody as being stupid? Because it, you know this is broad spectrum. Like I know people that seem smart but are but but say stupid things. Like Ben Shapiro.
0: Right, that's that George Carlin bit. Oh, this guy sounds pretty smart. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh he's wait. Sh- no, he's a dumb. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's foolish. <of> yeah. <laughs> he's foolish. Yeah. yeah, and, and that's and, the point. And, and there's he's no sh- and there's no no more uh, uh, an epitomal character than Ben Shapiro in my book. You know, this is one of these guys oh, that sounds like he's fucking really wow. smart. No, that's
0: perfect. Yeah, because he, per- you di- you distilled all of that evil and stupidity into one perfect uh, vessel. Yeah,
1: he's the perfect uh, vessel. Yeah, for that. he
0: uh, he is about as smart sounding dumb as you can get. Yeah,
1: he uh, contradicts I, I himself. I cannot
0: think of anybody that that sounds smarter and consistently says the dumbest than him constantly
1: constantly constantly, there's no
0: racism according to him yeah contradicts himself
1: within the same paragraph bro constantly (laughs) like i'm just like wow you haven't even taken a breath yet and you're already contradicting yourself that's crazy when he
0: was on rogan it was back-to-back sentences
1: yeah yeah you know like he would he would say
0: one thing rogan would point out the the fallacy of his logic Mm -hmm. and then he would completely reverse himself Mm-hmm. You know, he's, but that's, he is emblematic of the current Republican Party. I think um, uh, that that Carlson, he's the same
1: way. I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that what a Carlson. complete d- What a dick that guy yeah. is. Yeah. Just an immense, hairy,
1: throbbing d- If you look up, it's- waffle in the urban dictionary it's his picture next to him that's what you're gonna be he's a he is the quintessential waffle i've just it's it's shocking
0: to watch anytime i see a clip of this guy talking his fake outrage his fake um ignorance you know his his strategy of i'm not going to make any statements i'm just going to ask questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in those questions i'm going to hope that you infer my meaning um but i'm i'm never going to get past the point of implying anything because i don't have the courage of my convictions let's remember this dude was on like msnbc at one point yeah you know so yeah. either that or cnn or whatever he whatever, he, yeah. he was doing uh left wing uh journalism yep okay i'm guessing he was just as as disingenuous then i'm not even sure i haven't seen much of his work from back then but i know that he he used to do that so he has no allegiance he has no ethic he has no standard that he maintains and 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 the thing that he he really doesn't have is is the, is the concept of your word mm-hmm. this is something that is so important to me. Um, and it, it, it comes from my formative years. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up at a time when Westerns were hugely popular. You know, yeah. that phase of American culture is really fascinating to me uh, because samurai culture went through the same thing in feudal Japan way yeah. before this. And it's, it's what happens to soldiers when there's no more war. Now what starts to happen? Well, warriors find a way to create war. Mm -hmm. That's what gunfights were about. That's why samurai uh, fights were about, you know, sword fights. Uh, Samurais would do a thing. If they wanted to provoke someone into a fight, they would walk by that guy and make sure that his scabbard, the thing that holds the samurai sword, holds the samurai sword, uh, clicked against the other guy's scabbard and that was continued the mother <laughs> uh that was considered <laughs> uh, an act of aggression and an insult yeah you know because uh, samurai swords are about as close to magic as you can get in real life the yeah. the artistry and the the science and the uh, amazing outcome that these guys produce in, in a samurai sword, something that light, that flexible, yet that sharp and that strong, you know, I, I don't even know if people know how to do that today. But anyway, I yeah. digress. Um, Post-Civil War, America had that same situation with the gunslinger. Mm-hmm. You know, these were guys that couldn't give up war and so figured out a way to create a version of war in their everyday lives. And uh, it was uh, such an interesting uh, period in American history that I believe it's still the number one genre of film that has been created, Mm -hmm. right? And one thing that always struck me a pattern that i recognized when i was very very young i'm talking about still in single digits yeah is that every time there was a dispute between two men and one man said i give you my word the other guy shut up or the only thing he would say is that's good enough for me yeah right right so wow like that's pretty fucking obvious like your word is more valuable than fucking gold yeah and mother we're killing each other over gold.
1: Yeah. So you right. could
0: shut it down. You could like you could just shut down any fucking debate by saying I give you my word, right? Yeah. And here's something interesting, and this is something that Dante Nero points out. Shout out, uh, man, school two hundred two. Um, you never hear the phrase "a woman of her word." Yeah. Right. Kind of interesting. I'll let I'll let that lay there, and you guys can make of that of uh, of your will. But you hear you do hear the phrase "a man of his word," yeah, right. And so, as I was growing up, it was really important for me to be a man of my word. Now, I didn't get there until I was like twenty three years old. I was frankly an inveterate liar <laughs> before yeah, that. No, I hear you. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, you know. And then I turned twenty three. I started working on myself. And that's when I made the conscious decision. Motherfucker, I must be having a series of mini strokes. I just cannot speak right tonight.
1: I need to order you like a fucking Grubhub or Starbucks or something because you are fucking up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. We're way so, too hard on uh, each other. Go when ahead, I was, friend, When, when I was 23, I made the decision that I was going to be an honest person. And I want to tell you that it's, it's not absolute. Um, I am honest to people. To individuals, yes. right yeah. um, you know uh, i'll again i 'll let people draw whatever conclusion uh, they want from that, but uh, and I'm not um, honest in a mean way. Uh, I think that anyone that knows me uh, knows that I bend over backward not to hurt somebody, mm-hmm. um, but I won't go so far in avoiding hurting somebody that it obscures the truth. Right. I I feel compelled to tell people the truth because I I desperately need to have that ethic of being a man of my word. That is such an integral part of my psyche. Um, yeah, and it, and it, and it helps me. It it, it 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 life gets really simplified when you're telling the truth.
1: Well, you know, it's it's funny, but. Um... Being your friend, I met you when I was in my 20s. I was a head, you know? 23. Um, absolute shithead. Yeah. I was 23. <laughs> absolute head, You know, whatever. But you still decided to be my friend because maybe you saw potential in me. I don't know. At any rate... Um, it's your swag. Yeah. I, I do have that occasionally. Um, but at any rate, the whole thing was that, you know, I, I, I did notice that you were a man of integrity. Um and you know uh, integrity, which you know it was just something I learned from you, um, and also English class, but mostly from you. Um, <laughs> integrity is what you do when nobody else is looking. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and it's, yeah. And yeah, and and, know, I, and
0: I have a secondary uh, definition to that sort of uh, as a subset. Um, it's it's adhering to a decision. Once the emotional condition in which you made the decision has passed. Right. You know, yeah. like those Good. people yeah. that are like, you know, they're, they're in the hospital uh, because they f- can eat too much. And you're like, Oh, when I get out of here, I'm going to work out every day because they're in a heightened sense of, sure. uh, of emotion. Right? Um, right. So now the person with integrity is the person that once the emergency is over, and they're out of the hospital, and they've regained their health. Will stick to that decision.
1: Yes, right, exactly. And so that's what it comes down to. And um, I, and I'm it, curious about...
0: how how did I demonstrate that to you?
1: Oh man, in various ways. Uh, first of all, one of the one of the the primary ways that you demonstrated that to me is um, that. Often I would I would go on, you know, like I I I remember I remember an example where I told you that something happened at my bank, right? Again, (laughs) shedhead guy in my twenties, right? Not no you know, not knowing much about finances. So I gave you this story about what happened in the bank. And, you know, um you questioned me, which I wasn't Uh, prepare for follow-up questions. So, um, immediately, right. And this is, and this is the thing, like this, this, this is how your argument holds no water. Like it's razor thin, you know, when you really don't think about what you're saying or what you, what, what you believe, you know, um, a couple of questions breaks your, your whole, you know, thought process down. So that's one of the things that you did to me. Um,
0: and you, by the consistently- way, that reminds me of Monty Python and the Holy grail when it's like, she turned me into a newt,
1: a, a newt. newt. <laughs> that was it. Uh, One question. Yeah. <laughs> I got better. <bad. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. And yeah, so like, yeah. I'm mad because like I'm missing money in my bank account and, you know, and basically it was because I had a lien, right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't tell you the lean part. Except you've been around the block a few times enough to know that <laughs> it just doesn't disappear in the bank. So you wanted to ask questions, right. and as you start asking questions, my shit just starts to unravel, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, so now I look like. A-. And so it wasn't the bank's fault, but what happens most of the time is that when you rant about some, shit, right? Like you'll say something like, yeah, you know, my money's missing from the bank, and you know, like you know, I'm just giving you a story like you know whatever and i want to be the hero in that story and i want you to be like yeah worth f- the bank man i ain't banking right. with no more you should go mm-hmm. get that and all of a sudden you you are fighting a battle that there's no way that you can win because you didn't tell the other person the whole story except time and time again you catch me on all that you you were able to detect every single time i was bull and throughout that process i decided I gotta stop bulls. Right. Interesting. Because yeah, because because that's the problem. The the like you get into this habit of telling lies, and actually, what's really what's really funny is that there's a there's a quote that I remember, and and the and it's ironic that the quote came from a a, a notorious gangster, um, a mob boss. Uh, what was his f- name? Uh, the Teflon Don. I forget his name.
0: Oh, John um, Gotti.
1: John Gotti. And one of the things he said, he's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't lie. You know, lying is for, you know, lying is for people that are scared. I'm not scared.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lying is the province of the cowardly. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's like, I do lie because I'm scared. And, and and it's a habit that you did when you were a child because you were scared right. to get caught by your parents. You were scared right. to get caught by your teachers, your elders, whoever the fuck it was. And so it becomes this habit that you perpetuate. And as I got older, now you start to revision, revise the, your belief systems and you start mm-hmm. to kind of like take a look at, hey, this isn't working for me. Why do I keep doing it? Right. It's like there's no reason to lie to anyone. Not to my kid. Mm-hmm. Not to my wife. Not to my mom. Nobody. Nobody needs to mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I, I don't want to go to this place. Why not? I don't feel like it.
0: Yeah. yeah and I, I, I don't just, even answer that question because I answered it when I said I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> but, so, but you, so you you bring up something very interesting and and uh, very quickly. Um, my should tra- here we go again.
1: Trajectory. <laughs> I'm coming over with snacks. <laughs> What's happening to you?
0: <laughs> yeah, this might be our last broadcast. <laughs> I'm clearly dry- dying. Look yeah. at that. I almost said drying just then. Yeah. hell. Anyway. Chocolate
1: Yoda needs a snack. Send your the- funds to the. <laughs> me. <laughs> I will be putting
0: the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> www.feedthatfatfuck.com. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, the first time it occurred to me that lying was, like, childish was when I was nine. Yeah. Right? I I had this conscious awareness that I was like, lying is for babies. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie anymore. Babies lie. But remember earlier, I told you that I did that until I was 23, and here's why. And it's exactly what you're talking about. I told the truth finally and got in a load of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I said that. <laughs> yeah. That is not good. Yeah. And yeah. then and then I uh I, so I went 14 more years after that initial awareness and then and this coincided uh with um giving up uh drugs and alcohol and working on myself. Uh, because here's the the big secret um in any of the programs where where people um are exhibiting um detrimental thinking uh, right uh where where that detrimental thinking leads to detrimental habits and detrimental outcomes right uh whether that's taking drugs or gambling or or stealing or sex or or eating or whatever it is. Uh, any behavior that you're exhibiting isn't the issue, right? right. Like literally in the, the on the first page of the. I haven't read it in a long time, so I don't know if they changed this. But it used to say, um, "Drugs are not the problem." Mm-hmm. So if drugs ain't the problem, then I'm the problem, right? Right. And so when I started down that path at age 23 of examining uh, what my issues were and how to overcome them, it was glaringly obvious that one of the first things that had to change was that I had to stop lying and I had to Mm -hmm. start telling the truth. And I had to be willing to live with the consequences because that to me is what an adult does. It's right. like, why are you gonna lie? You're punk.
1: Tell the truth, mm-hmm. and just deal right. with it. Yeah, you know it, it. It there's a there's a. I feel for me at least, there's an enormous amount of stress lifted when you don't have to lie. Absolutely. You know, there's there are so many things that I have to you know keep memory of uh passwords for instance it's, <laughs> it's insane i'm i'm in it so there's a there's a huge thing and I, and, and even with password managers you got to remember but the point is there are critical things that you need to keep record of in your mind and fake stories is just not one of them you know i remember <laughs> right. i remember uh you know telling a lie in my teens and and find and getting discovered in my mid 20s Oh, well. Wow. That I, I, I lied about that. That's, you know, that that feels embarrassing. I forgot what the whole situation was, but there was like, that was one of those things where it's like, at that point, it was like, yeah, I can't keep doing that. That's, you know, like you, you lied about something and then you get discovered or it gets discovered later on. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was just one of those things where, you know, like you you, you embellished on, on, on a story and then it was made to be discovered that you weren't being honest about it. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. I didn't hurt anybody. It was just something that I did to aggravate. Yeah, but you die. feel like a d- bag, right? But you feel like a total d bag. And it's one of those moments in your life where you feel like, oh, man, I wish I didn't do that. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, pretending that you know something that you don't, whatever it is. And to me, it's just like I need to stop feeling that way, especially, you know, as I got older. um, Because what I realized is that I can... Be okay with saying I don't know that, and and the and the and the the list of things I don't know is vastly longer than the things <laughs> I do know, and that holds true mm. for everybody. There's just so many things in this world that you just don't know. I mean, that's my know, line,
0: maybe, but I'll I'll let you have it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, it. You know, it, it, it is the persistent rumor, after all, my friend. We borrow things here.
0: <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh at any rate, um, the, so you basically moved me towards that, like, you know, by asking me those questions, by being, uh, you know, brutally honest whenever I needed to, you know, just, you need to hunker down a little bit and chill the f*** out. You're acting like a f- waffle. <laughs> and you know, that became that became sort of the thing that I just did and I just stopped lying. Even when I went to work and people were like, Oh, you know, uh my last job it wasn't you know, if I were late I was late and nobody was really asking me questions and that's great, that's fine. Um, but I just made it a habit not to be late. Um, but occasionally I would storm, you know, I would come in like five minutes late or whatever, it's like, Oh, what was happening? Eh, a little traffic, you know, whatever. Oh, I stopped to get a bagel, you know, I was hungry, I was whatever the f- it was, and then I just said what it was it was never a problem it was mm. never ever a problem right um and and cuz you know and
0: i think it's because people can feel that like like one of the things that annoyed me uh about the 23 year old version of you is the idea that i was going to believe the dumb shit you were telling me
1: <laughs> well that, but that's the thing it's like you have so at that age, at that age, I had a certain, uh, I guess, barometer for what was acceptable based on what I've experienced, right? You have 13 years of age, uh, you know, above me, so you've had a little bit of time around the block to figure out, you know, to go through all this bullshit, as I have now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm older now than when I met you. Um, whatever I'm the, the same fuck, age. I don't even know if that... <laughs> I don't even, yeah, that, that sentence was completely I'm the portrait of
0: Dorian Gray.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll fix it in the description or something. Just f*** off right now. Let me just continue with the show. <laughs> this this new thing of yours of saying you're going to fix it in the description, what the f*** is that about? I don't know. I, I don't know. This is just like, this is all, what what I hear all, all, all the hipsters say now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> i don't do anything cool. in the description yeah yeah i just want to be cool that's i said yeah i'll put the link down in the description no, i'm not going to read the description unless i want to buy something uh, anyway um so yeah so that's what it comes down to i i decided that this is not going to be a stress that i have anymore the last company i worked for one of their one of their uh things is just um, uncompromising honesty that, that was one of their mission statements like you know we want to uh, have we want to be a company of uncompromising honesty? And I was like, Ooh, okay." And you know what? They stuck by it, man. And, and that's that's what it was like. It the idea was that if you fucked up as an IT guy and you said to the boss, "Hey, listen, man, I was on my way to you know install, you know, swap out a drive on the you know on the, at the up to a new server or something like that," right? But the new drive dropped, you know, as I was ready to put it in and it got fucked up. So now they still have that bad drive. We got to swap this out and it's going to take a couple more days. So now the customer is going to be a little angry, upset or whatever, but happens. And the idea was that that's what I said. What happened, what happened was what I said. And that's what we told the customer. We apologized. We fixed it. And you know what? that goes a long way Absolutely. because ultimately yeah. the client understands that it happens, you know, we we got a backup plan in case, you know, we're going to fix this. It's not going to cost you anything additional. And you know, as soon as we got this replaced drive, we'd we'll be right back to swap it out for you. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate the honesty. And here's the and here's yeah. the best part yeah. of it. Now, every time that somebody... Ask, hey, what happened with that drive? How come it didn't get replaced? Nobody has to think of a story. Right. You, you see what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's it's just look at the notes. This is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody said anything different. Uh, My boss didn't tell him anything different. And that's just what it is. Because yeah. so many times I've worked in a company where we tell one customer one thing and then somebody else tells uh, them the right thing. Bad move, bad move. And, and then you just look terrible. You yeah. look untrustworthy. Absolutely. Um and and that's just the way to be man. And like, that's the irony of
0: it too is that people wind up looking shady because they lie to avoid looking shady.
1: Exactly. You know, that's yeah. I, that, and, I actually
0: got a referral once because I refused to sign up a customer. Mm-hmm. Um it was a lawyer and we were at a networking event uh for the bar association um Yeah. And I used to belong to their, you know, their monthly luncheon. Great group of people. Um, and this guy came up to me and said, should I take credit cards? And I said, all right, let me ask you a few questions. Went through my my usual screening process to figure out if it was a good fit for him. Um, and it turns out that for some lawyers, it's a great fit. For other lawyers, it's absolutely not a good fit. Now, in his case... It was going to be a good fit eventually. This was my professional opinion is that he didn't have the customer base and the volume to make it worth his while at that time. And so that's what I told him straight out. And he grabs another lawyer that he saw. He says, you got to talk to this guy. He just refused to take me on as a customer. He's so honest. This is the guy you need to talk to because that's unusual. People are so hungry for customers that they turn themselves into and lie to people and try to force something to fit that doesn't fit.
1: Absolutely. And that's really what it's like. You know, in my experience with IT, and I've worked in everything from homes to large businesses, whatever, I've worked on in ships like 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 cargo ships that that had viruses like i've worked in a lot of different things and the one thing that i can say that a lot of people uh it's almost like we're like we're like we're car mechanics where you always think your car mechanics a little shady where he's telling you that you know (laughs) this isn't yeah like this isn't uh really broken, but I'm going to just tell you that so I can charge mm-hmm. you. And IT people get approached like that, especially if we're on a, like, you know, you, you pay me by the hour kind of thing where we make house calls or we go to your business and we're on a like, you know, pay. And so people just assume, and, and I think that's just going to be an association made with any service that you're charged by, that you bill by the hour. And that's fine. That's inherent in what we do. Um, and so what I like to do, and, and one of the things about working in it is that, you know, if you go to any school, ethics is one of those things that gets taught. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's going to, uh, you know, uh, grab that, uh, and, 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 you know, roll with it as I should say. So, so but, you mean that
0: that ethics committee in uh, Washington, DC is not all that it's cracked up to be
1: indeed. Yeah. I'm not, it's not at all, <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Like. I, I have, you, you are given some power, right? You, you, in, in some cases I have as much, uh, access as the CEO does of a company as the owner of a company, right? And you have to be, you have to be honest with that, right? You have to be, you have to safeguard that because here's the thing, right? Like, yeah, maybe you can, let's say that I can get away with like, and, and by, by getting away means that I actually created some sort of transaction where I took some data, sold it, whatever the case is. And I get away with that. Well, now my reputation is tarnished in it. If I get caught and that's my career down, the, down the toilet, right? I can't afford that for one payoff. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. Right. More important. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I walked away from a very lucrative deal because, um, it was a slumlord who was, uh, trying to get me to sign him and uh i did some research and found out that he had been sued several times and there was a fucking fox 5 news story on this guy in atlanta (laughs) and so i just told the banker that referred the deal i said yeah this guy's too shady man i i it would be the biggest deal that i had ever signed but i'm not going to do it
1: you know and 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 guess what that banker trusted me yeah and 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 that's what it is it's like at the end of the day I want to sleep well right mm-hmm. I don't want to have any like oh man I did somebody dirty whatever like I've never left a job and or maybe I did I don't know but I've never in in, in my in my recorded history I've never left a job and gave my two weeks notice and did some f- up sh- right um <laughs> I've never left a job and, I think you'd
0: remember that if you did
1: <laughs> I mean uh, you know like I said I was head when i was younger so maybe I, I don't think i've ever done anything like uh, like malicious or anything like that like maybe you know i i slacked off for the last two weeks or something like that so but... uh
0: so no being off in the
1: mail no no that would be uh that's only at home <laughs> yeah you can, you can pick up the dna on that bro i ain't with that <laughs> so at any rate um <laughs> you like that um but for me, everything is about, you know, not just my career, but coming home and, and raising a daughter to be honest, to be a good person. Like, you can't be a, an untrustworthy person and raise a trustworthy person. I don't see how that, yeah, how no, that goes. It doesn't right? work like, that way. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so everything is habitual. Everything is practice. Like, you know, just being, you know, just being a man. of And integrity. your children are
0: going to do what they see you do. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know, and that's that's that's, that's like, what scared me straight.
0: Is that's actually why I changed my life when I was twenty three years old. I'm looking yeah. at my son who's two, and I'm going holy, f- this guy is gonna follow me as a pattern. Like he's gonna he's gonna yeah. use me as a template for
1: life, and I'm a f- up. So yeah. let me get my sh- together. You know, and that's essentially yeah. I mean, I I started my path before my daughter, but. Thankfully, it was just. Oh, you're you know, so
0: fancy, f- you man! Oh,
1: but I started way later than you, so uh, either way, I'm better. Huh? Okay, I, f- I
0: feel good huh? now.
1: There you go. <laughs> get a get a chocolate bar, chocolate Yoda.
0: <laughs> you watch your get filthy that. mouth. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: But um, hey, I got a good story time. Let me tell you a cool story. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me tell you a cool story about this. Right, so I'm back in the dating realm. Right and i had a conversation <laughs> with, okay i know what i had a conversation with my wife right so you know yeah. things are good i'm like hey, you know it's like it's been six months we've been separated you know um things are great between us and you know yeah. like as far as by the like, way i know, just love
0: um, how this story started out i want to tell you about my dating life i had a conversation with my wife that's priceless
1: <laughs> yeah no it's great and you know it was just like yeah you know that's fine i'm she's she's not going to date but i'm just like hey you know i just need some uh you know uh, that's what I do. <laughs> so <laughs> we can talk more on that later. But I decide, okay, cool. The twenty seventh, I open up, I uh, go into a dating app, and I'm like, all right, let me give this a whirl. I'll see what's happening. I scroll through a few pictures. I message two,
0: two, and 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 let's just be clear: you messaged two women.
1: Two women, yes. Two of the female species. And I message two adult women. <laughs> and I go to visit my daughter the next day. Within 15 minutes of me arriving there, my wife asks me, what dating, what, what dating app did you sign up for? And I tell her. And she's like, my friend yada yada uh said that you messaged her and all this i was like is it this girl i'm like of course like you know mm. like i messaged two yeah and two women two women and one of them can like you know knows you how uh, i'm glad yeah. that i talked to you about it you know what i mean it's like you know this would have been a- but this and, is part and of let's, the integrity. Let's,
0: let's pause there for a second yes i'm, I'm about to bring it back full circle because yeah Here's the advice that I give men all the time. Have the conversation. Don't be a... Stop cheating. And I'm not saying don't other women if you're married. That's up to you. What I'm saying is tell your wife about it. Be honest. You know, like I had the conversation once. I wound up not doing it. Uh, because I wound up getting divorced instead but I had the conversation <laughs> yes. I mean I was willing to say okay this is what I want I I want to have a sex life I understand if you're not willing to do that but I'm not old enough to give up sex so I want to fuck other women right and when I tell guys that I had that conversation some of them pass
1: out from the vapors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that key and are you Are you far- farting like, or is that a, a car near you? That's probably me farting. I don't know. <laughs> Kudos. Yeah. I am actively <laughs> farting right now. <laughs> There's always a fart going on.
0: It's just louder sometimes.
1: Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's like the ebb
0: and flow of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> picture that picture imagine if you just 24 7 had a steady
1: fart coming out of you (laughs) like like Tourette's but out of your just like just like yeah
0: and once in a while it would do yeah
1: (laughs) how crazy is that oh that's you know how like you know how, like, that guy, um, well, there's probably more than one guy, but there was a guy that, like, he, he he would constantly have orgasms, and, like, he would walk, and he would just, like, drop to his knee, because he would just, like, just for no reason, just orgasm. And I'm like, what a fucking horrible existence that would be. Yeah. At first, I wasn't like that. At first, I thought, wow, that would Because be yeah, at a
0: certain point, it can't be pleasurable.
1: Yeah, no, after, like, you know, especially when nothing's happening. Like, you're just in the middle of a f***ing meeting and shit. Like, yeah, okay, Dan. And so last figure, last quarter's figures were, Aah! you know, who the fuck needs that? Like, you can't get anything done. Who's going to have a Zoom meeting with that guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you're unemployable. Oh. <laughs> What I a perfect can't.
0: tag! I love that. Who's gonna have yeah. a Zoom meeting with that guy? Oh, f- and by the way, thank you for depicting your O face. <laughs> it's about integrity, my friend. Oh f- man, um, but yeah, like, look, you know, it. Men usually take the route of hiding their true desires. You know, mm-hmm. they they won't tell their wife what they want to do sexually. Because here's what they do. They they send out scouts, right? Mm-hmm. They'll, like, if a guy wants to know if he can chicken eat, he'll start off with, like, putting a finger, like, around the... Yes. <laughs> and just gradually see, like all right, is this encroachment okay? Is this encroachment, you know, and then you go knuckle deep and you're like, all right, she's okay with a finger. (laughs) (laughs) And it's because it's, it's this timidity because, you know, men have learned very often the consequence of expressing their true thoughts. Sure. Pardon me. Um, But yeah. And, and, So it's this, it's this very soft, gentle process of introducing the real you to a person. And I think it's, it's, it's not just about sex, but I think it shows itself most clearly in the realm of sex, you know? So let's say a guy wants to, right? So. At by by the time he's going to reveal that, because if a dude wants it, that's probably what he's all about, right? <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely. That's his main thing. Yeah. So if he sent out scouts and got like skittish, kind of you know negative responses, he's never going to bring up the right. right. And what he's going to do instead is he's going to either find a a girlfriend on the side or pay a prostitute that will satisfy that need for him. And he's going to have to lead a double life in order to do that. And that's a lot of stress, uh, as I can imagine. Absolutely. I I only had like two girlfriends at a time when I was a teenager. But, you know, even that was kind of stressful. And there were no high stakes going on. I wasn't married or whatever or in serious relationships. but. You know, even that was kind of stressful, juggling more than one
1: woman. I'm going to admit something that I've never admitted to a soul. And I'm no. going to do this right here. I suck at cheating. I've cheated maybe about five times in my life. Got caught every single time. Mm. Just has. And and the reason for it is because I just, I, I, I'm not good at lying. I like to pretend that I am. Right. <laughs> like a quick, like a quick little lie here and there is like, yeah, whatever. Anybody's going to believe that there's nothing, you know what I mean? But when it's like a serious thing, like when you're cheating and all that, it's just like, I, I don't, I don't have the headspace for all that. You know how much planning there is around, you know, trying to like sneak out of your girlfriend's life uh, in an unusual way. Like when you're, you're, you're used to doing something in a certain way. And then you're like, you get a piece of ass on the side, you just start doing stupid. For nobody needs to do that and uh, so honey, like,
0: i'm think... a uh, volunteer firefighter and uh it's at an undisclosed location
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh it says house for habitat here i'm going to be here for a while we're building a house uh, i know i don't know how to do sh- with tools but i'll
0: i'll, uh, I'll figure it out bye <laughs> jimmy carter's my hero you shut up
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so yeah and so for me it's like you know that's something that i needed to stop you know but what I decided to do instead is just that be honest about what my desires have the conversation. And you know what? It's gone pretty well. Listen, there's not gonna be a woman that wants to do everything. It's just not gonna happen. Um maybe you find it. There, you know, there's unicorns out there, I guess. I don't know. But um if it's a deal breaker for you, right, um, then just be honest. Right. You know, one of the conversations that I've had, uh, with women, um, is that I have a certain, uh, a certain desire, certain, certain, uh, you know, a certain outlook on how love works. Right. A lot of people get jealous about love. And like, if you, if you're looking at someone else, like, you know, they get jealous about that, whatever. And to me, I make it perfectly clear is that I can be in a relationship with you. I can love you with all my heart. That does not mean that I will never look at another woman and I don't ever want you to think that that's going to be a situation for you. I won't disrespect you if you want to be in a monogamous relationship and I decide that that's what I want to do is be in a monogamous relationship. I won't disrespect you, but I don't want you thinking that if a set of th- th- comes on my phone, I ain't going to look at it. Cause that's not going to happen. You know what I mean?
0: And that's a good if, thing. Cause I do send you a lot of sets
1: of. Yeah, it's great. And so, you know, and sometimes your own, so, you know, it's cool <laughs> in either way. <laughs> and, and either way, I don't want to hear about it. You know, it's just the way, it's just the way it works. Oh,
0: How upsetting would that
1: be? <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, it's 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 chocolate Yoda. I'm talking to, yeah. I'm talking to chocolate Yoda. I'm like, what well, you know, but but that's the point. It's just like you know, what what the f- are you getting on my case about? Like, you know, it's like I I never understood this idea that there's some sort of limit with love, right? Like, if yeah. I love a woman, right, like I can't love you if I love someone else. How is that a f- thing? When did that? When you love
0: a so many people in your life, anyway? You know, you love so many things. You love so many people. Some some people like, oh, I love steak. You know, oh, I yeah. love my children. I love steak. Well, okay, the it's all love, right? And it's you know, all love. You, you love your friends. You love your family members. You know wh- why? Like nobody says you can't love more than ten of your friends, right? That's weird. You know and, and sure, I think those degrees yeah yeah but there, I think there has to be an understanding on the side of women that chances are because of our dna that um no one woman is going to be enough for a man and that's not just sexually you know like your wife uh, or significant other cuz forget about marriage but your significant other might not like to bowl and you like to bowl and you know this woman that likes to bowl you right. might want to this chick i mean you know odds are that you want to this chick who likes to bowl but you're not gonna mm-hmm. but you want to go bowling with her yeah and the problem is is that women get jealous of that right so it's like i'm not fucking this chick yeah I can't hang out with her and bowl. You don't want to bowl. she wants to bowl. I'm fucking you. I'm living with you or in a relationship with you or whatever the fuck it is. I want to bowl with her. What the fuck is the problem?
1: I want to do a Birmingham booty call you ain't down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? I bought this small phone. That's slightly different you know? than bowling. But yes, yeah, same, same thing. But still, it's the point. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, let me
0: live and have fun. Yeah. What and, is it, the problem? and there's, and there's gotta be honesty on both sides of the equation I'm, about that. Uh, women have to be more open to that idea. And men have to be honest about that idea because I hate to see a man turn into a beggar and I hate to see a man turn into a thief. Um, yeah. The the men that lie, uh, or or you know, whatever they they they're covering up the fact that they're having another relationship with someone, because all they want is just happiness. That's all this is about. This dude right. wants to be happy in his life. He is committed to you. He has demonstrated that for years in all aspects of life. Uh, if you're living together, he's he's paying at least some of the bills, if not all. Um, and, uh, you know, he's he's he treats you right. He, you feel the way you want to feel. You love him. You feel loved. All these things, right? And there's this one thing that you're not willing to do that he still wants. So... Instead of, well, let's be honest about what I want, and then let's be mature enough to at least have the conversation about it. Because here's the thing. Even if you, as a woman, tell the guy, you know what? No, I I can't deal with that. That's better than saying, we're not going to talk about that. Shutting down the conversation is a very damaging thing that will virtually guarantee that, A, he's never going to be honest with you again, and Mm -hmm. B, he is going to find a way to satisfy that need. Right. So, you know, decide which way you want your relationship to go.
1: Listen, in my case, I I know that just the fact that I was able to end, that I had a wife who was entertaining that discussion, not just like, let me hear you out, but like giving you feedback, going back and forth and really like, you know, that alone just made me feel like, man, you know what? That's not going to go down, but I'm all right with that because mm-hmm. she heard me. She knows how I feel and she right. countered that. And I thought, man, you know what? It really, it really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And you know ultimately, I mean? like, doesn't that bring is,
0: you closer with
1: that person? It does because you know, that level like- of
0: intimacy, that level of honesty, that level of communication, it all strengthens yeah. your relationship. So, you know, uh, men and women both chip away at the relationships uh, at their relationships all the time. It's it's like what Dave right. Matthews said in the song Ants Marching. We look at each other wondering what the other is thinking, but we never say a thing and these crimes between us grow deeper. Mm. Boom. That tells you everything Matthew, that you want to know. I, I'm telling you, I find mm-hmm. a lot of philosophy in song lyrics, man, because, you know, <laughs> artists are reflecting life back to us. That's that's what they do. Here's here's how I see life. I'm going to either write a book about it or write a song about it or make a film about it, whatever it is, or I'm going to do a painting. I'm going to re- reflect back life to you. And if you're paying attention you can get some really good stuff out of you know uh yeah. uh you know sort of innocuous uh sources but that'll be uh where we wrap it up uh another uh, unpredictable and interesting conversation um this has been the persistent rumor you can find us at thepersistentrumor.com you can check out our merch on the merch tab you can, uh tab see i'm still f***ing up tab tab motherfucker tab <laughs> You can uh, you can check us out on uh, YouTube at The Persistent Rumor, Facebook at The Persistent Rumor, Patreon at The Persistent Rumor. It's exhausting. Everything at The Persistent Rumor. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Thank you, Chancletta. I love you.
1: Tune in next show where we will discuss snot bubbles. <laughs> Why? Peace, love, and granola, everybody. Later, guys.
0: Hi folks, this is Chocolate Yoda. If you like this episode, but want to hear the uncensored version, head over to Patreon.com slash The Persistent Rumor. Again, Patreon.com slash The Persistent Rumor. Thank you.